Welcome to Hope Church Online with Hope Church Birmingham. I'm Adam, the lead pastor, and I'm so honored that you would tune in with us for this week's audio message. Let me just encourage you. We would love to see you in person if it's been a while or you've never visited us here in person at Hope Church in Hoover. We would love to see you. We gather together at 10 a.m. 2798 John Hawkins Parkway. We'd love to welcome you with a smiling face. And also, I'm excited to say we are in the middle or starting off our December Christmas kickoff. We believe there is good news, and even though the season of Christmas can be busy, we believe there's some really cool things taking place as a community here at Hope Church. We would love for you to join us, and if you aren't getting our emails, sign up at hopechurchbhm.com slash connect. We'd love to see you in person. Now let's dive into this week's audio message. John 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. John 1, 1 through 11. This is his word. Have you ever been in a situation or meeting where someone asked the question, would you like the good news? Or the bad news first, whether it's a teacher, a boss, a manager, a friend, or maybe even the worst of all, the car mechanic. We've all probably heard that phrase a time or two, right? Yeah. Suppose you're on the receiving end of of the mixed news. And after you get the, I've got some good news and some bad news wind up. And the question is posed, which would you like to hear first? Think about it for a moment. Think. Chances are you opted to hear the bad news first. Multiple studies have found that roughly four out of five people prefer to begin with loss or negative outcome and ultimately end with a gain or positive outcome rather than the reverse. Interesting find there, at least in my opinion, that that, that is what most people would choose to do. But the truth is, the outcome has not changed. All that changed was the, really, arrangement of the news, if you, if you would. And in John 1 through 11, we read that what I believe is good news. And this Christmas, I want you to hear the good news. Yes, we have reason to celebrate. We know that the Christmas season is busy. We know the holidays are busy. There's family functions. There's work events. There's extracurriculars for schools. There's all the different things going on. But I do not want us to miss in the busyness of Christmas the fact that you and I have good news. And the good news is that Jesus came and Jesus is and was still today the light of the world. That light of the world that came from heaven to earth, from a virgin as a baby. This is the good news. And this good news continues that he would come and he would live a sinless, 
sacrificial and servanthood-like leader life. What's interesting is, if you don't know this, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are considered the Gospels of the New Testament. And we've heard that word gospel thrown around a lot in, in church. You've probably attended, maybe you've heard a message or two, they'll say, this is one of the Gospels, or if you, you need to know the Gospels. The gospel, the word gospel literally is translated from both Latin and Greek words that literally mean good news or good story. Friends, when we read the Gospels, we are literally reading the good news of God. Let that sit in for a moment. And this good news is that we have a light. Let's talk about light for a moment. You see, I believe that light is something that we often take for granted in 2023 here today. It's something that we take for granted in today's culture, right? We wake up, we turn on the light, or maybe we wake up, we turn on the TV, we wake up, we get ready, we brush our teeth, we take showers, whatever you may do. You get up, turn on the coffee maker. All this is done with the help of light, right? Some of you may turn on Christmas lights at night. Come on, somebody, my house. I, I love a house that looks like the Griswolds got a hold of it. Just puts me in great festiveness. <laughs> but... um, most of us, and some of us may, who are listening to this may have grown up in a time where they had been in a place where they didn't have light, but most of us in our culture today have, don't even know of a time where you lived consistently without access to the use of light. And we know today all the many benefits of being able to work longer and have more entertainment and more life um, lived with the power of light bulbs and light. But beyond that, you know, in light, we find life, we find growth, we find revelation. Think about it, think about it, right? Plants need sunlight to grow. Uh, they, their literal life is birthed because of sunlight. Not only that, think about this, you need light to be able to see what's going on. I don't know, I, I have some wooded areas behind my, my back door, in my backyard. So if I walked out there, which I'm not super familiar with that wooded area, and it was dark. I would not have good bearings because I would not have the revelation that light would be showing where I would be walking. Jesus comes, and when we receive Jesus into our light, we are receiving light that is illuminating life, opportunity, abundance, hope, freedom, peace, joy, mercy, grace. All of these things come when we receive Jesus into our life. That is the good news, friend. And over the next several weeks here at this church, we're going to be discussing how the good news and the different, uh, we're going to be leaning into what the good news is, what it looks like for us today, and how we are to live through it. And so I want you to hear me today. I'm hitting you with the good news first. We have Jesus because of what took place that we celebrate of him being born in a manger some 2,000 plus years ago. And today we walk in benefit of a, of a savior who lived as a human, but also a fully human and fully God. And because of that, we have access to eternal life because he gave his life for us. That is the good news, friends. But just as there is good news of light, there is some bad news. And the bad news is that there is dark. And when we do not receive Jesus Christ as our savior, we are willingly living in the dark. Friends, our world embraces darkness. Think about it. Look at what's going around the world right now. 
we, we've got wars in, in, in Israel. We've got terrorist uh, groups, Hamas, and people trying to defend Hamas. We've got wars in Ukraine with Russia that we've seemingly forgotten about. We've got people saying that ab- abortion is not murder. We've got people trying to relabel truth, uh, lies as truth on a daily basis and blame it on the light, if anything. But this is darkness. And friends, let me tell you, the dark is dangerous. In darkness, there is death. In darkness, there's the withering of potential. There is fear. There is danger. Think of, say, some of you go, I'm not afraid of the dark. No, maybe you're not. But have you ever walked a dog in the dark in an area that it was not uh, super used to in the dark? What you'll find is that dog is very tense. That dog is on alert. That dog is tightened up. That dog is not aware of what's around it. And as a result, because he's not sure that there could be danger around the corner. And that's what happens in darkness. We're not, we don't know what's around the corner. And if we're not careful, we will continue to choose to stay in that darkness. Hear me, friends. Because of sin, the world is in darkness. But we have good news, which is that we have a Jesus. We live in a world that rests in darkness, that rests in the bad news. If Jesus is the light of the world, then Satan is the very presence of darkness that is searching to grab a hold of each and every one of us to hold us back. But too often, I'm afraid that even people who attend church have become so content with living a life in the dark. As we read in 1 Peter 2 last Sunday at church, that we become so well-adjusted to a life in the world in the darkness that we think we can see well. You ever been outside for a period of time and your eyes adjust to the light? Oh, I can see pretty well. You can, but you can't see as good as you could without the light. And do not grow content living a life in the darkness. We need the light of Jesus. And that is the good news. That's the good news today. We have Jesus and we have access to the light. The very presence of bad news gives us reason to to pursue the good news. You and I don't have to wander in the dark. You and I don't have to fear. You and I can have revelation, freedom, and purpose by stepping into the light of Jesus Christ as our Savior. And so in this message today, I have to ask you, will you receive the good news of Jesus this Christmas season? Over this month, we'll be taken week by week looking at how the good news of Jesus impacts each and every one of us and the entirety of humanity. Why? Because the good news is something that is foundational, something that should drive each one of us as followers of Jesus. This is important to Christianity. G.K. Chesterton once said, The Christian ideal has not been tried and found wanting. It has been found difficult and left untried. What's this quote mean? (laughs) We need to fully embrace the good news that comes from the Christian life that is in Jesus Christ. And don't shy away of the challenges that we may face. We may face difficulties, friends. We may face heartbreak. We may face strife. We may face struggles. But what I'm reminded is that the good news shows me that Jesus is with me even in my suffering. Because he lived a life that was sinless and blameless. So, so with all of this, I want you to be aware. Jesus was the light. And with his light, he was constantly pointing people to freedom, right? And so one of the things he lies into in Mark 13, and I'm going to read part of this passage. 
Verse 24, he says, but in those days, after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will be falling from heaven and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the son of man coming in clouds with great power and glory. And then he will send out the angels to gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. We'll skip ahead to 32. But concerning that day or that hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the son, but only the father. Be on guard, keep awake, for you do not know when the time will come. It's like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his servants in charge, each with his good, his work and commands the doorkeeper to stay awake. Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening or at midnight, or when the rooster crows or in the morning, lest he come suddenly and find you sleep. And why I say to you, I say to you all, Stay awake. Jesus is here speaking to his followers, right? And he's using a lot of purposeful Old Testament style language here. Really some common images that the Old Testament prophets would use. You see a lot of parallelism listed here, which is what they would walk in. The sun goes out, the moon does too. You know, uh, the, I skipped a passage where it talks about the fig tree and the leaves withering. The rooster crows in the morning. You know, all these things. And he's intentionally collect, connecting the listener to this idea because it's a strong message and prophets would have strong messages that were sometimes difficult to hear. And what Jesus is proclaiming here is not an easy thing for us just to listen to and embrace. He's saying, we don't know when Jesus is, he's telling us, you will not know when I'm coming back. But what you need to do is you need to be awake. You need to be ready. You need to be prepared. This is good news. Choose to walk in this so you don't live comfortable in the bad news. Some people have the idea, we don't know when Jesus is coming, so it doesn't really matter. Others have the idea, we don't know when Jesus is coming, so we have to find out and set a date exactly to the correct hour. You ever watch YouTube? Some, people, some of these old men will tell you when they think it was 10 years ago. But the right response is, I don't know when Jesus is coming, so I have to be alert eager and ready for his coming. One of the phrases I want to highlight that we saw in this passage is that Jesus said multiple times, stay awake. The Greek word gregorio can be translated as watch or stay vigilant. Jesus is, is imploring. I do not simply want you to just be doorkeepers, keeping others out, trying to figure out when I'm coming back. I want you to be vigilant about bringing others into the good news because we don't know when he'll be coming back. This is what we do. We embrace the good news, but we carry the good news everywhere we go. What happens when we're not watching? What happens when we're not staying awake and alert? Well, we end up sleeping, right? Now, I'm not a big hunter. I have hunted. I've went shooting. I like outside. I like the woods. But one, one year when I was a teenager, one of my older cousins said, hey, I want to take you deer hunting. I said, okay, I'll go with you. So I got some new boots, got my hiking gear, put on some, some camouflage coveralls, got a, my shotgun, and I went out in the woods with him. We hiked for a while. He said, here, this is a good spot for you. Stay here. Sometimes they come this way around the bend. I'm going to go this way. So uh, we're spread out. Well, it's early in the morning. Time begins to pass. I'm sitting there quietly listening. Nothing's coming. Quietly waiting. Nothing's coming. And something happens. I fall asleep. <laughs> a few hours later, 
maybe an hour or two later, I wake up, starting to wonder where my cousin's coming back. He comes back. I said, hey, did you see those two deer? I, I, they were, they, I saw, I let them come past me because I figured you'd have a better shot at them. And I was like, uh, what deer? He's like, the deer, they come around the bend. And I said, uh, I, I didn't have a good shot at them. Sorry. The truth is I never saw the deer. Why? Because I wasn't staying vigilant. Because I was not doing the Greek word Gregorio of what Jesus was imploring his followers to do. I had not stayed awake. I was not vigilant. I was not looking. And as a result, I missed an opportunity to do something which I have never done, which is to kill a deer. I haven't still to this day. <laughs> and I missed it because I was not looking. And what I want you to hear me today is, I believe that we can miss the hope of Jesus because we're not looking. And at the same time, dangerous things can sneak up on us because we are not vigilant and we're asleep. Hear me. I don't know. Where, where we are, there's coyotes out there. There's big wildcats. Some people say there were cougars out there. Some of them could have snuck up on me. Wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had any clue. Why? Because I was asleep. When we are spiritually asleep, we are allowing Satan and the enemies of Jesus and darkness to creep in around us. And if we're not careful, we will be at danger of falling into sin, falling into temptation, falling into addiction, and ultimately bondage. And I want to tell you, I don't want to live that life. And I don't want you to live that life. I want you to walk in freedom, friend. So that comes by us embracing the good news and staying awake. Because what happens when we watch? We find Jesus, friends. We find things in the light. We find freedom. We find hope. We find peace in the good news of Jesus. Think about all those who heard Jesus but had not seen Jesus. Once they saw him, they saw his miracles. And some of them still doubted because they were judging and seeing through tainted lenses and perspectives. But the ones that saw Jesus for truly is, their life was changed forever. And I believe you, when you and I look at the good news and the light that was there at the very beginning, we find hope and we find freedom. And we need that hope and that freedom because we have been living in darkness. So what do we do with this? How do I stay awake? How do I stay awake in the lens of this light and the good news? Well, I want us to look for the light. Say that after me. Look for the light. Here's the three steps. One, look for the light in the gospel text. Look for the light in the good news passages, right? Read through Luke. Read through Matthew this December. Look through the, the nativity story. And look for the light of Jesus, even as he's speaking, as he gets older in the ministry, we read his words. And I promise you, you will see light. Psalm 119, 105 said, your word is a lamp to my feet and light to my path, right? You want to walk in light? Start reading scripture throughout your day. You will be walking in light in the darkness. You go, oh, but what if people wonder why I'm reading the Bible? People read some of the weirdest stuff. Trust me, I work at a library. You surely can read the Bible around them and be just fine because there is light, there's hope, and there's life in his word. The second step, look for the light in your day. What do I mean by that? Now I'm talking about switching on the, the, the headlights. No, 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 no. Look for moments in just your everyday life where you can recognize the goodness of Jesus, Right? Maybe going to work and though you don't want to go to work, you can get in there and go, wow, I, I don't necessarily want to clock in today, but thank goodness I have a Jesus that loves me and is with me in this. And I have a God that, that is blessed me with this job opportunity 
all right? You know, you come home and you've had a long day at work and you had to cook some dinner and you look at your family and you're thinking, what are they doing here? But then you look at them and go, wait, thank goodness for Jesus that he loves me and all my family here. Let's look for the light and recognize the goodness that we have around us. And the third step I want you to look at is look for ways to use the light for someone else. How are you lighting up someone else's day? Quit living as the purpose of life is to arrive safely at death. Friends, let's use light and use it with purpose, right? That's the good news. We know the bad news. We've all fallen short of the glory. But we have Jesus who says, I've got, I'm coming to die for you, right? I gave my life for you. Embrace the two words today. If I could leave you with something, stay awake. Stay awake in the things that surround you. Stay awake in the things that lie within your heart. Because we have the good news of Jesus this Christmas. And it's going to make a difference. Let's embrace that today. John 1, 4 through 5. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Can I pray for you? God, I pray for every person that is listening right now. Lord, that you will encourage them, that you will be with them, that they will know that they're not alone. Maybe right now as they're listening, they're in the dark. Maybe they're facing difficulty, facing mountains, facing walls, bondage, addiction, whatever it may be. And they need hope. Lord, I pray that they find the hope of Jesus today like never before. I pray that they, they find the message of your son, Jesus Christ. Lord, if they have been walking in sin, Lord, let them admit that they are a sinner, but let them be, believe that, that you are their son, your son is their savior, that let them ask for forgiveness and commit to a life that is lived differently for eternity. God, I pray that you will be them with them every step of the way. God, for those who have received your son as your savior, Lord, I pray that we will recognize this Christmas. We need your good news. And as we recognize the good news of your light, the, your son, Jesus, that we will walk with, in, with intentionality, that we will stay awake and vigilant to look for light in our text of the gospel in the day and to use it for somebody else. Let's live with purpose for you. And then we pray, amen. Well, friends, thanks for tuning in with us for this week's audio message. I hope you're encouraged here um, at Hope Church Online. And if you want to connect more, you can do so on our social media at Hope Church BHM or online at HopeChurchBHM.com. Or if you want to give, there's a giving page as well um, on that same link. But we are so glad that you tuned in with us and we would love to see you with us in person. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.